0: All righty. Good morning, everyone. Sorry for that late start, this uh, minor technical difficulty, but that is uh, life, right? Things happen uh, unexpectedly, and we just roll with them. All right. So again, good morning, and welcome to Live Dharma Sunday for May twentieth, 2018. And this is uh, Thayur Shempin calling live from Bright Dawn Center here in Gold. And uh, today's a very auspicious day because we have our brighton uh, induction lay minister induction for uh, four new lay ministers who've gone through the program. And they will be the third class to be inducted in the Fiera Sanctuary. Uh, so it's, uh, it's a very, very, very auspicious day for us here. And uh, so today we'll welcome Ginny uh, Gayo, Michael Manuel, uh, Alex Kapuyo, and Jennifer Fuyol. Uh And along with that, I'm I'm very happy because w- one of the things I've always wanted to do at Bright Dawn was create a uh, Tibetan uh, sand mandala. Uh, prior to joining Bright Dawn, I had spent some time uh, as a Tibetan monk and learned uh, the art of creating um, sand mandalas. And, and uh, here at Bright Dawn, I had the great honor of creating a Shenrazi mandala, which is Uh, the Buddha of Compassion, uh, known as kuan Yin or Avalokiteshvara. And traditionally, the mandalas are made, uh, you know, when there's an auspicious occasion or retreat or or something of of sort of that that caliber. Uh, So I thought it would be a great gift for the newly ministers to uh, receive that that blessing of of seeing the mandala and and so forth. So it's really uh, in their honor and, of course, in honor of our our mentor, We'll see Koyo Sensei and uh, Adrian Sensei. Uh, so it's, it's a very happy time. And then we also have uh, uh, Ginny Gale, who uh, is also a very accomplished artist, uh, designed a braidon mandala, which all the students uh, and, and uh, Koyo Sensei and Adrian and uh, we all got together and, and worked on that. Yes, it's, it's beautiful. And so we'll be sharing pictures. Uh, either on our Facebook page or also uh, also on our our newsletter, so you can see uh, the beautiful artwork that's been done um, this weekend. So, again, it, it's just a very very happy time for us here. And uh, you know, the other thing that that's really fun about uh, induction time is every year you meet uh, many of the students that you only hear, you know, because we do our our training. Uh, over the phone, so it's through teleconference. So we, we know each other through our voices, uh, but we never really physically meet until we, we come together at bright dawn. And that, that's always a very special moment because you start to create these unexpected connections or, or you realize that there's these connections that we all share, uh, not just our our connection to, to, to bright dawn, uh, but, for example, I, I learned this weekend that um, – you know, Michael Magno also practices Tibetan Buddhism, and uh, so we made a connection there talking about, you know, different uh, Buddhist deities like Tara, uh, Green Tara, who's a, uh, a beautiful representation of, of, of wisdom. And uh, Jeanine Gao uh, also knew one of my previous Tibetan teachers. Actually, he was the, the teacher that had given me uh, the monastic vows, um, Even uh, with with, uh, uh, Jennifer as well, we realized that we had some really good connections uh, last night, talking into the wee early morning. Uh, And uh, and even with uh, Alex, uh, we have uh, uh, sharing ideas on on tiny house and and tiny house living. So it it, is always really nice to to find these connections, you know. And so I was thinking about how wonderful it would be if, this is how we uh, interacted with, with all people we encounter. Because I'm sure if we look deep enough, we will find that we have more uh, in common, more more that connects us instead of more, uh, you know, looking towards what separates us and makes us, you know, well, well I'm different and this person's different. Um, so I really like that. That's one of the things that I, I really take uh, from from bright dawn. You know, if we are, you know, very sincere, we can see, that we shared more, uh, and and sometimes things that we never knew, uh, or unexpected things that we never thought we would be sharing. So, uh, but today I am very happy to introduce uh, our guest, and uh, I had the pleasure of meeting him last year at, at induction, uh, and boy, time flies. You know, it, it's been a year already, and it feels like uh, uh, I've known Dio for. Uh, just, you know, really like we just met, but uh, it's actually been a year. And uh, so C. Dayo Marbut-Sensei was a part of the 2017 class, and uh, it was a great time, you know, here uh, hanging out and cooking and so forth. Uh, so without further ado, let me introduce to you DJ Dayo Marbot.
1: Good morning, everyone, and congratulations. Let's see, it's LM10 now? I, yes. Sorry. The numbers too early in the morning here. Um, it was really wonderful to meet you, Sayo, as well. And yes, um, food should be what comes to mind. That's some good cooking on all of our parts. Um, a few years ago, way I guess 20 years ago, I had an accidental Dharma glimpse before I even knew what a Dharma glimpse was. Uh, I was working third shift in a college town working as a security guard, and one night as I was taking my lunch break, I dropped a potato chip on the sidewalk beside a sewer drain. Uh, A few minutes later, like three huge cockroaches came out of the sewer and began fighting over this potato chip. After that, I kind of got smart. I was breaking the potato chip up into multiple pieces when I put it on the sidewalk. But uh, more importantly, I kind of learned that it was hard to have malice for something when it just wanted the same thing that I wanted. Uh, We were just life in the dark doing what life in the dark does. My lunch break back then was generally around 3 a.m. in the morning. You might have been up that late last night, say. Um, 3 a.m. is generally known as the hour of the wolf. Clock time, as we understand it, is a relatively new invention. It's only been around since the late 1800s. And the wolf is not a train and it does not run on a schedule. However, um, somewhere between about midnight and dawn, the hour of the wolf generally comes. It's that clock moment when, for whatever reason, we humans still tend to wake up, even if we don't work third shift. It can be a scary time. Um, Not so long ago, the wolf was less of a metaphor and more of a practical concern, especially if you lived in the country. It's a time outside of normal time. The dead are supposedly near. The gates to the underworld and memory are open. It's the witching hour, the time of the night battles between nothing less than good and evil. And if you believe the superstitions, it's also the time when most babies are born and most people die. For writers like Clark Strand, um, the hour of the wolf is also the hour of God. Inspired by Jewish traditions, for him this is a time of prayer. Uh, It's also a time when Buddhist monks, including the Dalai Lama, begin their day with prayers for the benefit of all beings. In that dark hour, we find ourselves confronted by our own smallness. And it's a smallness that exists both in terms of space and time. Deep time is one of those things that kind of fascinate me. Uh, We humans have a difficulty comprehending it. For example, the Tyrannosaurus rex lived about 65 million years ago. And the Stegosaurus lived about 150 million years ago. That means that the T. rex actually lived closer to us than he did to the Stegosaurus. But all that remains of both of these creatures are just fossils, and these fossils was once buried in the dark. They were waiting there when the pyramids of Giza were built, and they were still waiting there when Julius Caesar ruled the Roman Empire. In 1910, the National Museum of the National Museum of Natural History—I always get tongue-tied on that title—were was opened, and a few of those fossils were dug up and put on display. Incidentally, Julius Caesar lived 500 years closer to the founding of the Museum of Natural History than he did the completion of the Pyramids at Giza. You and I are both testament to love made in the dark. Across all those millions of years, those vast vast, vast epochs of time There's an unbroken line of descent that includes modern humans and Julius Caesar and the T-Rex and Stegosaurus and gibbering lemur-like primates. Um, It includes forms of life that we can't even imagine, going all the way back to the first oceans and the first simple forms of life that flourished there. Um, That kind of dark is actually very fragile, and it's rare in today's world. One street lamp or headlight or computer screen, and it evaporates. I knew a man. He was raised in L.A. under a lot of light pollution, and he had never seen the night sky. Um, he came to visit, and I took him out to Slaughter Cemetery. It's about a mile from the nearest pavement or house, no light pollution. He just stood there. He couldn't believe all the stars he'd never seen in the Milky Way. Fortunately, like us, while the dark is fragile, it also has a infinite ability to remake itself. So if you get a chance, I invite you to go out into the dark, to enter the dark. The light can invite comparison. It can even invite competition. But the dark just invites us to be still and see those things that connect us. Uh, And maybe we can see the riches while we're out there. Thank you all.
0: Thank you, CJ Diosente. I was just thinking about uh, when you were mentioning the, the Stars, You know, one, one of my favorite things, sorry, a, a darkness, uh, one of my favorite things to do here at Bright Dawn is to take a nightly uh, or, or early morning walk. Uh, and I've come to realize that after all the, the times that I've come here that the, sort of the best time to walk around the Bright Dawn property is uh, right a little bit after midnight um, because that way the, it, the sky is, is just so clear and so dark that the stars are so vibrant. And it, it almost, you know, w- when you really look at them, it almost looks like you're dancing in this, this rich darkness of, of of space, of this emptiness. And um, uh, it, it's fun because as you lay there, you're looking at the stars, everything's dark. All your senses are, like, really awake, really, you know, strong to where any little sound, you're like, whoa, what's that? You know, you sort of become attuned to to this, uh, to the planet, to Mother Earth, to all you know your surroundings. Uh, and even when there's a moon, it, it's still uh, so so rich in darkness that you can see these stars. and uh, uh, It's very inspiring. Uh, I remember a few years ago, uh, we we all had this stargazing uh, app on our phones, and we we all looked to you know kind of see which stars are out and, and so forth, and and it's very fun. So. You know darkness can be a very very i guess you could say buddhistic uh um sort of element that that shines the light uh, of wisdom and I always remember there's the saying that it uh, the sky is always darkest right before the dawn uh so we we you know from this darkness arises this light uh so you could say almost that uh, the 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 darkness of our ignorance uh really shines through. Uh, with the light, you know, without that darkness, there, there would be no light. Uh, and along those lines, speaking of, of nature, you know, I was thinking about the, the wolf. And, and recently I learned that the, the wolf uh, really represents uh, instinct. So a, a wolf doesn't really second guess uh, itself. It, it just knows. It has this sort of natural gut reaction, uh, and it does what he has to do. Uh, and, uh, that kind of just reminded me of something that, uh, of was sharing with us this week, and that, you know, something his father would say, if you're going to do something, you know, he would say, is that what you want to do? You know? So it's kind of like us. Sometimes we get a little wishy washy and we second guess ourselves, dot ourselves. and We put ourselves in, in, in strange situations. Uh, but from my understanding, the wolf is not like that. The wolf is just, he goes with his instinct, you know, uh, he follows his, his path. And uh, a very beautiful and strong animal. And, then they, you know, you've got that loud howl, you know, that's sort of, uh, to me, it's kind of like the, the sound of the Dharma. Just re- you know, when, when you hear the wolf cry, you know it. Uh, and it, it's uh, very, very beautiful and has a lot of power and strength. And so I, I kind of see the, the teachings of life like that, like that call of the wolf that's strong and reminding me, you know, you, you go with your gut, you know, you gotta go with your instinct. Uh, and, and don't uh, don't second-guess yourself. Uh, and uh, there, there's this image that I always used to see uh, um, when we used to travel as a kid, especially in, in the West. We used to stop at these little, uh, kind of little truck stops, and they would have, um, you know, they would have, like, dream catchers and a lot of Native American uh, items. And there was one that always stood out for me as a kid. It was this beautiful uh, gray wolf right on on a personal ledge, kind of looking over uh, nature right with this full moon in the background and just from the image you could tell that he was given that big how that one unique uh, I guess you could say shout you know to to the world saying, you know I am here and and you know this is my call this is my path so I and it's an image that I've always kept in mind as a kid and um, maybe I'll, I'll see if I can find it one day and and and, uh, and have it because again it's something that was very inspiring uh, for me. So uh, so these are just a few things that I, I really got from Siddha um, uh, Dayo Sensei's uh, Dharma glimpse. And so, well, with that, um, I'm very happy once again to have been able to uh, host this uh, session for today. And uh, hopefully I'll, I'll, I'll be back again to, to share some more uh, inspirational uh, glimpses with uh, my fellow lay ministers. And again, today, uh, it's a very, very, very happy and uh, special time here at Bright Dawn. We'll be welcoming uh, four new lay ministers, so I'd like to uh, congratulate them, welcome them to the lay ministry uh, family, and uh, you'll be hearing from them soon. They'll be doing glimpses as well, and, uh, well, we'll see where that goes. So uh, with that in mind, I put my hands together and say, Gasho. thank you for listening, and Until next time.